0: Welcome to the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Podcast. I'm Dr. Lisa Olson, a board-certified weight loss medicine specialist and certified life coach. In this podcast, I'll share fresh insights and effective techniques for incorporating mindset, habit change, and proven science into your life. Are you ready to achieve sustainable weight loss, wellness, and longevity? Then let's jump in and lose weight the smart way. Today we're going to find out if you're a lumper or a splitter when it comes to exercise. So if you're one of those all-or-none perfectionists, this episode is for you. I'm a fan of the adage, something is better than nothing when it comes to exercise, but is that really true? Let's jump in to find out. This month in JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, there was some good news for those of you who aren't big time daily exercisers. We'll dig into the topic of frequency and duration of exercise today. Here's something I hear frequently from the busy working women in our group weight loss program. I only have half an hour, so I can't work out today. Or maybe I only have 15 minutes so I had to skip it. If you are an all-or-none thinker when it comes to exercise, here's what that does for you. If you never have enough time because your life is busy, you might be like many people who get zero minutes of deliberate exercise in a typical week. And it's amazing how that can add up to zero minutes of exercise in a year, Not because you're unwilling or because you don't believe it's helpful for you, but rather because you simply don't see a place to fit into your schedule the duration or type of exercise that counts, at least that you think counts. There are times when there's value in being a perfectionist, for sure. I'm thinking about a pediatric neurosurgeon performing brain surgery on my child. (laughs) Right on. I want that person to be a perfectionist. Shout out to you, Dr. Alden. But when it comes to exercise, thinking that if we can't do it well, we shouldn't bother doing it at all is fundamentally flawed. Imagine if you were willing to do a brisk walk for 10 minutes three times per week. That adds up to 30 minutes per week, and that's 1,560 minutes per year. Compare that to the zero minutes a fitness perfectionist might hit. The first article from JAMA that I want to discuss addressed the question, is there a threshold for some minimum amount of exercise that you need in order to derive any health benefit? Now, listen up, because I'm talking to all of you perfectionists out there. There is no threshold that must be reached or exceeded before the benefits begin to accrue with exercise. That means that literally five minutes is better than zero minutes. Interestingly, for those who are sedentary, sitting in front of our computers all day, the substantial reduction in health risk begins with even the smallest increase in exercise. So if you're currently not exercising at all, don't sweat it. This study says if you start to do something, even just something very simple, perhaps like taking a walk around the block after dinner, that will improve your metabolic health. Obviously, this isn't meant to suggest we go for one and done, the more the better over time, but we all start Somewhere. There's no shame in that. You don't have to do the hard things first and you don't have to carve out an hour at the gym to check exercise off your to-do list for the day. What if you are willing to get some deliberate movement like brisk walking for even 10 minutes a day, six days per week? Let's play with those numbers. So if you do 10 minutes a day, six days per week, that gives you 60 total minutes in a week, an hour a week. Multiply that by 52, and you're exercising 3,120 minutes every year. Now we're really getting somewhere, right? 10 minutes a day. So what's blocking you from exercise? Do you have that perfectionist tendency? Maybe I don't have that fitness perfectionism because I never considered myself that great at sports, even though I've always been extremely active. I usually duck if a ball is coming my way. I don't mind taking a rowing class, which I'm doing now, and being pretty awful at it. And I don't mind that our class is more about getting the boat set up, taking it down, and listening to the teacher than actually rowing yet. It's all good. It's something. I'm lugging a boat up and down a hill with the help of many other women, I'm doing a bit of rowing, I'm learning a new skill, and I'm only doing that particular activity once a week. But hey, it's movement, and that's what the article in JAMA tells us. Every bit of movement counts toward our health. If you listened to episode number three, then you know exercise is not a weight loss tool. So if it's not all that helpful for exercise, why am I talking about it? Because it is critical for health, as well as for two components of weight management. First of all, regular exercise is necessary to prevent that slow, steady weight gain that we experience over our lifetime. A couple of pounds this year, a few pounds next year, it all adds up. Regular exercise mitigates that upward drift in weight over our lifespan. And we also know from the research that without enough regular exercise, most people who lose weight will gain it back. While the amount of exercise varies from study to study, we probably need to get approximately an hour a day of moderate-intensity exercise, at least, to keep the weight off after we lose it. So this is why we're talking about exercise, and we're talking about starting low and going slow. Just do something, anything five minutes, or 10 minutes, when we work on tiny habits, we can later increase the duration of our exercise or the intensity over time. I invite you not to worry too much now about what you need to do next year. Just get going on something today. Many of you are already finding time to squeeze some exercise into your week, but because the work week is so hectic, you cram it all into the weekend. Well, guess what, Weekend Warriors? The second JAMA article is for you. In this article, they compared Weekend Warriors to daily exercisers. A total of almost 90,000 people were evaluated and broken up into three categories. Group one included those who got at least 150 minutes of exercise per week spread out throughout the week. Group two included those who got at least 150 minutes of exercise per week, clustered into one or two days, what we call the weekend warriors. And then group three included those who were inactive. For the outcomes of this study, they looked at cardiovascular health outcomes, including heart attacks, stroke, irregular heart rhythms like atrial fibrillation, and heart failure. Let me cut directly to the chase. The weekend warriors had essentially the same health outcomes when they accomplished that same total number of minutes of exercise over the weekend that was achieved by the daily exercisers spread out over the course of a week. So for most of us with busy jobs or lots of responsibilities at home or in our communities, this is fantastic news. If you're all-in to reach and maintain your healthy weight and to improve your metabolic and heart health, exercise matters. Or movement, if that feels less intimidating. You don't have to start with something you would label as exercise. Let's abandon that common all-or-none approach to exercise and take note of what we learned from JAMA. If you're one of the 75% of Americans who isn't reaching the recommended 150 minutes per week of moderate intensity exercise, this takeaway message is for you. Every minute counts. Every minute. So let go of any remaining perfectionist thinking. It's okay if you'd like to play pickleball for an hour, but all you can squeeze in is an eight-minute brisk walk around the block. Just do it. Every minute counts. And two, there is flexibility in how and when you get your exercise. You can be a lumper or a splitter. Lump it all in over the weekend or split it up during the week. Either way, your cardiometabolic health will be better than those who are waiting for the perfect circumstances to start exercising. Simply jump in and do it whenever it works for you. And that brings me to ask you about your NBA, your next best action for this week. Would you like to be a lumper or a splitter? Are you going from being completely sedentary to just getting up and stretching your legs for a five-minute walk in the middle of your workday? Whatever it is for you, I encourage you, grab your notebook, grab the notes section of your phone, and write it down, your MBA for this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like more support during your Smart Weight Loss journey, check out our group coaching program at smartweightlosscoaching.com. Until next time, stay well and stay smart.